having an amazing week so far. Since we last spoke, my week has been quite hectic and filled with some disappointments. Um, The most notable, or at least the most notable that I'll talk about, was that on Friday we went to a concert for Burna Boy, who is, if you don't know, the African giant. He's the only person on Beyonce's Lion King album who had a track that Beyonce wasn't on, which <laughs> which is a big deal, I guess. But yeah, so Friday, he, he was supposed to have a concert. We had bought our tickets from like May. Early bird tickets. Tickets were sold out. We bought $50 tickets. They were selling for $150 the day of. And I say all of that to say we got in. We were waiting around and he didn't show. For whatever reason, he was stuck at the border in Detroit and, you know, Canadian immigration weren't feeling that. So (laughs) they didn't let him in. So it was, it was a bummer. It was a disappointment, but it was a fun night. Nonetheless, lots of jokes and I was with really great people. So yeah, you know, even when things don't go exactly as planned, let's all try our best (laughs) to find something good out of the moment and just take that. So, yeah, that's what happened, and they rescheduled it, but I won't be in town, and I honestly don't trust it, so <laughs> maybe maybe I'll just listen to his album at home and have my own personal concert and call it a free 99 night, <laughs> because I'm not paying and I'm not doing all of that again. But yeah, I hope you guys had a better weekend, that you guys had no disappointments, or you weren't stood up, and I also hope that you got some time to work on the words to live by for last week which were do what you're supposed to do regardless. So this is something that I already try my best to do, but I noticed two things in the past seven days that we've spoken. And one was that I was tired, like very tired. And the reason why I was tired is because I try to hold myself accountable. So every day I make a list of what I need to accomplish for that day and I get through it sometimes, sometimes I don't. But because of my homework assignment this week, I really wanted to get through things and I found that by the end of the night, there were some things that I always kind of pushed to the back and since I needed to do what I was supposed to do regardless, the regardless was regardless of me being tired, which meant I stayed up to finish everything on my list every single day even though I was tired. But what that led to was discipline by the end of the week because I realized that I can't afford to be tired. So I stopped slacking and got things done when they needed to be done. Yes, there's a new YouTube video. Yes, those series on HBO or whatever are popping. Yes, doing nothing and laying on the couch is nice, but I can do that once I'm done my work. And it's so much more enjoyable to fully relax and lean into it when you actually don't have to be up doing something, you know, like laying down when you know you have a lot of stuff to do kind of hinders your ability to fully relax. But when you lay down and you know that all you have to do for the next 20 minutes is lay, it's, (laughs) it's a really nice feeling. And it's really, it's fulfilling because you know that you've earned the right to do nothing or do whatever it is that you want to do. So the hardest thing for me that I found through this whole thing was not pushing things off to the next day because I found that 
that's one of my worst habits. Like I have a bullet journal. I think I've talked about it before, but in your bullet journal, you write what you need to do for the day. And then there's little signs that you can use or little symbols. So one of them is like an arrow that pushes to the right. And that pretty much pushes whatever you didn't accomplish for the day to the next day. And I'll have weeks where I'll push something from Monday and you'll see it every single day in my journal with an arrow beside it, never being checked off as complete. And I've learned that that's stupid. Like, (laughs) I don't know how else to put it. When you have something to do, get it done. And usually the things that I push are such small things because they're so small that they don't seem important, but also so small that you don't feel bad when you don't get them done. And these little things that wouldn't even take any time at all end up being um, postponed for such a long period of time that it's counterproductive, counterintuitive, like why just get it done first thing in the morning and you won't even have to remember it again and sometimes when i'm in my journal so each like open page which is two pages represents a week so by the time i flip to the next week i start my weeks on monday in my journal there are some things that i've been pushing all the way to sunday in the last week's um pages that i forget to even add to the next week so then i don't ever get it done and it's so small and so insignificant but important that I forget it altogether. And then three weeks down the line, I'll be like, oh shoot, I should have sent that email last month and I never did. So yeah, try and do what you're supposed to do regardless of how you feel when you're supposed to do it. And I hope that you guys will be better than me and you won't have to struggle through extreme fatigue (laughs) to get to where you're supposed to get to. So for this week, I'm going to be talking about growth. And when I say growth, it's personal growth. It could be called change. It could be called elevation. But pretty much life is about growth and elevating yourself. And this happens with your health, with your money, with your personality, with your habits, your traits, the people you surround yourself with, or the goals and ambitions that we have for ourselves. And like children, when they're growing in the physical sense of getting taller, We as individuals, when we're trying to grow and elevate ourselves, we, just like those kids, experience growing pains that go along with these new levels. And for those of you who don't know what growing pains are in the literal sense, it's like a, it's like a, an ache, you know, a discomfort that comes from the stretching of your bones to get you to the next level of height. (laughs) But for this discussion, it's the discomfort that comes from stretching yourself personally to get to the next level that you need to be in whatever that level may be and what I've noticed is that there are three spaces that we outgrow the most or that we feel the most growing pains in and those three spaces are the first one being inside of you so like personal growing pains second one is from your inner circle so an external growing pain, and then your environment, which is just everywhere around you. So I'm just going to take those three spaces and just discuss the growing pain, the growing pains that you may feel, and also just give you some tips or some perspectives to look at to ensure that you continue to grow and do what you're supposed to do, um, irrespective of the discomfort that it might bring about. So I'm going to start off with the growing pains that are inside of you. And when you're growing or changing, what happens inside of you 
is that there's an internal tug of war. And this tug of war is between who you were and what you're becoming. And these two things are hardly ever friends. Like, yes, in our mind, we make the decision that I want to be this way. I want to aspire to do this. But that's one part. Like our minds, for me at least, or the way I see it is that making a decision in your mind is only one step. Another is actually pushing yourself out of your current space to get to the place where the decision you have made and who you actually are, are in line with one another. And getting to that space is difficult. Like, I don't know how else to put it. Who you are and who you were, who you aim to become in your growth are never friends. And whenever you're in situations, especially situations that are directly in conflict with who you were and who you're becoming, that tug of war comes to a head and one of them will always win the fight. Like, as I always tell you guys about my petty bone and how I'm trying to improve, I might not think about my petty bone and my petty behavior on a regular basis. I might know that, yes, I want to be better. I want to do better. And you'll think you are until you get into that situation where somebody just tries you. And your first instinct is to just hit them with that sweet, sweet comeback. But you're trying to be a better person. So now there's this tug of war on the inside of you of who you want to be and who you are at the moment in the transitioning phase. And one of them are always going to win. There are some times where our, our lesser self, I guess I'll call it that, our lesser self just wins. And there are times where who we're becoming triumphs over it. And that's the main goal. So the best way to, to ensure that your 2.0 self or who you're growing into wins is to notice and acknowledge the fact that there is indeed a fight. Like some people just, well, not really some people just, but when you're making a change and you've consciously decided to make that change, it's not until you actually enter into the situation as I just, as I just gave you an example of that you actually determine whether that it's actually determined whether or not you've actually made that change. So you might think it in your head and you might come to that conclusion that you're strong, like you said you were and you're strong. But then when that moment comes where you're actually faced with dealing with that exact thing that you're working towards, you might come to see that the strength that you thought you had is not really there when it's put to the test. And when you notice and understand that there's this fight, you can then consciously Try your best to push yourself away from who you were and enter into who you're supposed to be. And it'll be a lot easier because you know and understand that there's this fight. And growing pains can manifest themselves in many different ways. Like it can manifest itself in loneliness because who you're becoming is different from who you were. And there's a lot that comes with that. And I'll discuss that more in the next two topics. It can come in the in the form of anxiety because when you think you are, when you're becoming something different, the fear of that change in itself can be something that's extremely scary. Yes, it, it's going to be worthwhile. And yes, you understand that you've made the conscious decision to grow in a certain aspect because you understand that that's going to bring you to where you need to be. But that doesn't change the fact that that decision that you've made can come with a lot of anxiety, fear, and it can also leave you with feelings of defeat. Like if now my petty bone just wins out over my 
2.0 self, I'll feel horrible. You know, you'll feel that all the work you've been putting in hasn't manifested itself in the way that you wanted it to. And it could bring about a lot of discouragement and frustration. But what I want to tell you is that you have to be slow and understand that growth is not, is not linear. Like, yes, when you're growing as a child, you don't usually shrink before you grow, but in life and in personal growth, there are shrinks and growths. Like it's a chart that goes up and down, up and down. And as long as you mentally continue over time, you'll get to where you need to be. So just be patient with yourself. The second space that I find that, um, we usually outgrow or that we feel the growing pains is in our inner circle. And the growing pains in our inner circle usually comes in the form of somebody saying you've changed. Like, I don't know what it is about that. It's a trigger. <laughs> like, But let me tell you something. That is the point of growing. You are supposed to change. If I'm growing and I look the same way, I, I look, behave, act the same way I did three years ago, I haven't been growing. I'm just telling myself that, but I'm not elevating at the level in which I need to. So when someone tells you you changed, tell them that's the point and brush it off and keep moving. And I know that's easier said than done because your inner circle is the people who you love, care about the most, and the people who are closest to you and in one way or another have the most influence over you and your life. Another way that you can feel growing pains in your inner circle is that you'll notice that there are misunderstandings with people where you never used to have those misunderstandings. And what I've found this to be is that sometimes your stagnation, your stagnation justifies some people's comfort zone and your growth is a wake up call that they did not ask for. So we, all of us have our circle of friends, our circle of influence, the people who are around us. And whether you notice it, admit it, want to acknowledge it or not, we are all influencing one another. Like you'll find that when you're in a circle of people who are very highly motivated, even if you yourself believe you're motivated, you're going to have a further push because that's what everybody around you is doing. And in the same way, when you're surrounding yourself with people who aren't really doing much of anything, it kind of stops you from doing anything too. And even if you do have ambition, you might feel that, oh, I've, I'm really doing my best right now because those people around you aren't doing anything. So in comparison to nothing, pushing a little bit further is a lot, you know? And when people's comfort zone is being directly attacked by your changes in life, People don't like that. Like who, not everybody wants that wake up call and having that wake up call puts people in a, in a mental, in a mental, a mentally difficult space. Kind of like the tug of where I was talking about before, because we were all cool. We're chilling, but now this person wants to be having business meetings or doing other things. And that person doesn't understand why you're doing it. And it might not even be that they're not happy for you, but you doing that is making them think, why am I not doing this myself? And if they are, are not able to come to terms with that, it can manifest itself in a way that you guys will start um, butting heads, even though you never did. Like you'll find that the friends who you've always gotten along with that you've never fought with are now kind of having an attitude or acting weird. And it's just because 
you're rocking their world pretty much. You're rocking the foundation of what they're standing on. They didn't ask you to do that and they want you to stop. But you can't stop because this is personal growth. You need to get better for yourself to continue to accomplish and achieve whatever it is you're required to do. Another way that you can feel the growing pains in your inner circle is that you might hear people say that you're starting to have an ego, which is pretty much part of the whole you've changed thing. Because if you're not changed, when people say you've changed, it's not usually in the sense that you've changed for the better and I'm happy for you. It's more you've changed in a way that I'm not happy with. And they might also try to diminish what it is that you're doing. Because sometimes your growth is a threat to some people's position in your life. And this might be hard to understand. And it's a lot different from your growth or your stagnation, your lack of stagnation being a wake-up call. Because everybody in our lives has a role that they play and a position that they play. And if someone has played the same role in your life for a very long time, your change might might be interpreted by them as a threat to the role they play in your life. And where I've noticed this the most, like outside of my life and other people who I see is in the show, My 600 Pound Life. Um, For those of you who don't know what it is, it's a um, reality show on TLC where these people who are above 600 pounds, like some people are almost a thousand pounds, they start to lose weight and they go to this doctor, they get... um, gastric bypass surgery and they try to keep the weight off and get to a healthy weight and get to a good place in life and one of the things I've noticed in so many episodes is that lots of these people when they're at their obese state are in a relationship so either boyfriend girlfriend husband wife and the spouse who is not obese or even if they are obese they might not be as big as that person that spouse or partner takes on a very caretaking role and I've noticed that a lot of times when they do a follow-up with these um individuals on the show and they when they've successfully lost a lot of weight it comes to the place where they'll, they'll say that they're divorced or they're no longer with the person who they were with at the beginning of the show and this is just exactly it some people feel that they want to take care of you your whole life and when you get to a place where you no longer need to be taken care of so like for these people some of them couldn't walk, they were bedridden, they needed someone to shower for them, get their food, cook for them, take care of them in all ways. And when they start to gain that independence, that partner in their life feels that they may not no longer be needed because that person is not in the same state as they are. So many people will fight you and not want you to grow because of this fear. And it's a personal fear to them and it's not to you. And what you need to understand, if you see that someone in your life is maybe intimidated by your growth, if if it's someone you care about, which it should be if it's someone in your inner circle, whatever way you can, try and let that person understand that their role in your life is not, or their importance in your life is not only determined by what they used to do for you that you may not need anymore, And that it's more than that because yes, you might not need that friend to loan you money all the time or you might not need that person who used to drop you off everywhere because now you got a car, but that's not all they're there for. Maybe you liked them dropping you off or giving you rides because you love to have those conversations with them in the car. So now, even though I have a car too, we can drive to a restaurant, meet up and still have those conversations, you know? 
And these problems, when it comes to the growing pains of your inner circle, usually come from a place of personal discomfort of the person who you're having the issue with. And what I have to say about that is that don't let it stop your growth. At the end of the day, people are not going to understand everything we're doing. And that's okay. Like I've said it many times, your vision is in your prescription. Like I'm not going to put on your glasses and expect to see 2020. Just like you can't put on my glasses and expect to see 2020. So as you're growing, some people are not going to understand and try your best to be um, sensitive to this as much as you can, but not so much that it blocks you from doing what you need to do. Because at the end of the day, you need to do what you need to do to grow. And the last space where you can feel growing pains is from your environment. And growing pains in your environment is usually, well, usually comes in the form of discomfort. So you no longer want to be in certain spaces. Like there are, there are places where you used to be that now when you go there, you feel very uncomfortable or you feel emotionally drained or there are things that you used to do that were fun, but now they just seem toxic to you. And what I have to say about that is listen to your body. Yes, these things were comfortable before. Yes, they were great times. Yes, they were great memories. Yes, these people used to used to really be the people who you knew you could have a good time with. But if you're not there anymore, take a step back and try and understand why. And also don't force yourself to be in those places. Because when you're growing, things that are familiar will try and pull you back in. And familiar is good, but familiar can also be a major crutch in getting to where you need to be. And when your body is in that place of, I don't feel like I need to be here, but your mind is telling you, but these are my friends, or this is where I used to be every Friday night. Listen to your growth. Like your body never lies. Like I'm the type of person that if I'm somewhere and I start to feel physically uncomfortable and I can't even justify why, like it might just be that I'm somewhere and my heart starts to race for whatever reason, or I suddenly get anxious. I do not play with that whatsoever. I take myself out of that environment as soon as I can. I'm not going to try and logic myself into something that my DNA is literally rejecting. And when you get to a place of growth, you become a new person. So you can expect that certain things that used to that used to entice you or be great or give you a good time will no longer do that. Like think about it. When we were kids, well, for those of you who live in anywhere that there's a McDonald's, well, anywhere in the world there's a fast food restaurant that usually has a park. When you were a kid and you would go to McDonald's play place for someone's birthday party, it was the most amazing thing. Like you would run around. If your parents forgot socks, they'd buy you socks. You'd go through the Jumpy Castle, Chuck E. Cheese's, the same thing, all of that. But now when you're celebrating someone's birthday, would you go to that space? Yes, that space does have great childhood memories, but where I am right now, I could do without crawling through a germ-infested tube to jump into some germ-infested bouncy castle or some germ-infested colorful plastic balls. Like, (laughs) I could do without that. And that's the same thing with our growth. So, yes, your environments will change and the way that that you perceive them will change, and that's absolutely normal. And what what I'm going to advise you to do is just take the memories that you have from those places those places, hold on to them and move on. 
because you're growing now and maybe you've outgrown those places and that's absolutely fine and expected because you can't keep you can't keep an animal cage and expect it to grow you know like look at sharks if you put a shark in a in a fish tank it'll only grow to be eight inches but if you put that same shark in the ocean it will expand and Sometimes your body is telling you to get out of those places because you're about to outgrow it. And if you don't get out, you're going to stunt your growth because you can't grow more than the space that you're in. So yeah, I hope that helps you guys. And I hope that on your way to growth, it's easy and you don't have too much difficulty and that whatever difficulties do come along with it, that you're, you'll be well equipped to face them and not allow them to be roadblocks more so road bumps so just might have to slow down and get over them slowly but it's not gonna stop your journey so yeah i'm just gonna end off the episode with our words to live by for this week and it's going to be find and utilize your wise men so i talk about this all the time like i tell you guys that i have my wise men the people who really put me in check or the people who I go to before I put somebody in check like (laughs) my wise men so when I say wise men it's the people in your life who are trustworthy the people who you know are no bs the people who in your life are actually wise because this is as the name says a very important part make sure that your wise men are people who you know have wisdom and experience and people who will be honest with you find these people in your life like And they don't all have to know each other and it doesn't have to be a group of wise men who you consult all at once, but have people in your life that you know you can go to at any time who will give you loving, caring, wise advice whenever you need it. And yes, it's one thing to have these people. The next thing you need to do is utilize them because yes, all of us, if you stop and think for a moment of people in your life who you know give great advice, or who you know have your best interest and will not sugarcoat it and give it to you like it is, I'm sure we can all think of at least one person in our life. But the other part of that is making sure that you utilize these people. Like, it's really easy to get into your head. Like, I'm the queen of figuring things out in my head. Before I have a conflict with you, I've resolved it in my head, and you'll never even know that I had an issue. I'll go through the whole conversation by myself and deal with it and move on. And I've learned over time that that's not the best way to be and the best way to function. So I'm learning to utilize these people in my life. Like one of my wise men are um, is my mom. Another one's my sister. I have some aunts, good friends that I've met along the way. And like use these people like this past week, I was going through, I was just going through it. I don't know what it was. (laughs) Mentally, emotionally, breakdown central. But I went to my mom. Like usually I'll just deal with it on my own, struggle through it, half deal with it, half avoid it. But I just decided to go to my mom this week and like she reminded me of who I was. Like she literally slapped me into shape in the most loving and harsh way because that's exactly what I needed. Reminded me the son of whom I am or the daughter of whom I am, and told me that the way I was going about life and the way I was doing things was absolutely wrong. And what happened? I wiped my tears, I manned up, and I I bossed up and did what I needed to do. And if it wasn't for my utilization of her, I'd probably still be in that same mental space, kind of tucking it under the rug to try and avoid it so I can function at the level that I need to. So 
this week, what I want you guys to do is find your wise men. Like, find them, appreciate them, use them, and talk to them. Like, it doesn't need, and your wise men are not only for the situations where you're you're going to be petty and pop off. It could be for something calm. It could be for life advice. It could be for just a conversation or a perspective outside of your own just to see if you're on the right path with things. It's not always crisis mode, let me call these people and let 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 me utilize them to get me out of it. Sometimes it's just, let me just pick these people's brains. Like everybody has a different experience in life and have gone through things in different ways. And you'll be so shocked to see perspectives that can change and shift the way you're going about things in a very positive way. And these, these resources are all around you. So just find your wise men this week and utilize them. So that's the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening in. I hope you guys have an amazing week. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Send me an email if you want to talk to me about anything. And I'll talk to you guys next Wednesday. Bye.